Marchesa joins you aboard your ship. You begin to sail off. Uh, wait, did we invite her? Uh, yeah. I wait. Why? Why? She said she was gonna take you to the temple of the eclipse. So. Yeah, we agreed to join her. I forgot who Marchesa was. Yeah, I'm disinclined to invite a giant snake person, but if we already did it, it's done. <laughs> so, Marchesa has joined you on your ship. Oh, God damn it! I, I lost my place. The beginning. Yeah, the um, beginning. Yeah. Well, I have all of my episodes in a line. Or in, in the same page. Anyway. In one just... line. That's <laughs> <laughs> one infinitely long line. Keep scrolling right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Marchesa joins you on the ship. She pulls out a handful of scrolls and documents and hands one of you a map and you she kind of circles where you need to go and you kind of coordinate that with the map you already have so wait so we don't need to bring her with us well she she wants to come with you you can kick her off if you want oh she does want to come with us why do you want to go i would like to get some guards to help guard me so this doesn't happen again what what happened? Uh, did you not have guards before? Aren't we your guards now? Well, I did have some guards, but they were all devoured. Well, they then guards aren't exactly going to prevent this from happening again, are they? Well, <laughs> it gives me a fighting chance, at least. Your logic isn't exactly sound, but if it's your call, your snake people. I mean... You use the money like... Just please take me to the temple with you guys. Uh, I will introduce you to our encampment's leader. And he might be able to help you with, ever, with whatever it is you need. That's, that's kind of her uh, motivation. Was there more you wanted to ask her? Uh, yes, dear snake, uh, madam. Your culture is one I must admit I'm unfamiliar with. Are there any customs or behaviors that we should observe while dealing with your people? My people? I am a scholar. I am here with Be what? several people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your people. <laughs> what is the scholar people? The scholars. I'm not a person. I'm a scholar. <laughs> we would like to meet the scholars. Yes. How dare you call me a person? <laughs> I'm a scholar, sir. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 
Here I am trying to learn how to be polite. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> You're just walking on eggshells. <laughs> walking eh? on eggshells. <laughs> no, she's more confused by uh, you assuming that she's just here with a bunch of snake people. I didn't say that. I did not say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you assumed he said I that. I assume you and said even that. Even if I did make that um, assumption, I feel like it's a safe assumption to make. She's a snake person. She's trying to get back to her, her friends. Yes, just like our worm friend here. <laughs> she, Madam, this is all a big misunderstanding. Oh, Harold, you bigot. No, it's, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. I'm just trying to... Get back to my camp with the rest of our... Snake people, yes! <laughs> we come from the Scholar's Hall, and we've come to explore and learn about the city, the lost city of Cholt. It's quite a fascinating thing. Once the greatest empire in all the world, now is all but dust. And it's... I could have sworn that was the Twin Rivers. Yes. <laughs> Seems there are quite a few great uh, civilizations. I'm just going to roll a quick history check on that. I also have a ridiculously good history with this character for some reason. Oh, well, nope. I don't know anything about this. I got a seven. I got a six. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like plus six, so it's a twelve. She knows what she's talking about, do you think? No, I was doing a history check against the world to see who was the greatest empire. Um, you, d you don't know, honestly. We'd have to discuss that one further. Yeah, you'd have to get out the books. There's a lot of empires. Why were you guys traveling without a boat? Yes, how what, exactly were you making your way through the desert? Slithering, I assume. <laughs> well, yes, but we also have boats that go back and forth carrying supplies. Usually between, they come every other week or so. We've been here studying that obelisk and statue for about a week. Did you find anything interesting? Yes, any particular discovery you can share? Or was it big waste of time? <laughs> we promise not to publish your findings and claim them as our own. <laughs> These, the statue of this man with the shadow behind him, uh, appears to be a predominant icon of the city of Cholt. There are icons of this all over the place, and especially around the Temple of the Eclipse. We believe that this man with the shadow was uh, the god of the place, or the emperor, or their ruler. Uh, he was often depicted wearing a gilded or golden mask in the shape of the sun. So a circle. <laughs> well, uh, a ball. With it's yes, a circle, but with a, a five point engraved in the center. Mm. A star sun. A star man. A star man. So, was there some dude who wore a star boy on his face? <laughs> no. He, he hasn't. Oh, no. no. Uh, he. Sick fuck. He has something <laughs> in the depiction of a star boy. 
on his face. Like walking around with a cat strapped to your face. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like a radioactive cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a radioactive cat. Um, no. Uh, it's just iconography. So any anything else you wanted to ask of Marchesa? Do you know how to get rid of Gias's? Ooh, that's a good one. Are you familiar with the ancient magic of the Gios, Marissa? I have never uh, uh, encountered a Gios before. Do you know anything about strange book dreams? Uh, Demons. uh, Demons? Yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) Actually, in the city of Chult, uh, the Temple of the Eclipse, there are many depictions of uh, a purple flaming being. Oh, damn, we really thread the needle on that one. Uh, <laughs> that has been described as a demon or a being of great power that would help those in need. Mm, there is a fine line between the two. So it's a, a trustworthy being. Would you make a deal with it? Would you Would you sell your soul to it? I would need to know the Melissa. facts. Melissa. Uh, my name is Marchesa. <laughs> I would need to know the facts before I would make any deals with such a being. Uh, that's just how I roll, but you can do whatever <laughs> you'd like. <laughs> Have you found anything in the desert that may illuminate me? Help me in my studies? I would be very grateful. We're kind of working on our own research project. We found a sword. (laughs) Yeah, the sword. Decorative sword. We found a really nice sword. We have some purple sand. I don't know much as everything we're working on is pretty (laughs) hush-hush. Do you have any need for purple sand? There's always need for purple sand. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> purple well. sand makes the world go round. Sure, glad we got that one then. So I, I'm going to remind you, you also got a, you got that decorative sword. You also got that book out of that original temple. The book we can't read. The book you oh, can't read. Yeah. Sure, the decorative sword. <laughs> Start with the sword. Um, you You pull out that decorative sword. She looks at it fairly closely. Ah, yes, fine craftsmanship. Ah, it seems as though this was used in rituals, like uh, sacrifices or... uh, Mochesa, that is a decorative sword. (laughs) Well, it it could... It's not a ritual sword, it's for hanging on walls. I feel like I'm on Antiques Roadshow. (laughs) It actually could be used for uh, it rituals. Was specifically described to us by the god of this world as a decorative sword. The when it was big, it was decorative. When it was small, oh. it's an actual sword. <laughs> what was once dull has become sharp by shrinking. How much is it worth? Ah, uh, quite a lot, I would assume. It's uh, got gilded 
fretwork. And I, I, I swear nice. I thought you were going to say it has gills. I was like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it did kind of sound like you were building up to that. That way it can still b- breathe through the blood of the uh, enemies you stab. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a beautiful gelled pommel. Ah, it's quite lovely. It's a very beautiful sword. You I want can... Jit to keep going. I want to hear all the sword anatomy he knows. <laughs> tell me more about the sword. How many folds does it have? Yes, tell us the folds. It's got a tang. Uh, tang. <laughs> it's got a, a hilt. It's got everything a sword needs. Mm-hmm. So far, um, it just sounds like it has a handle. <laughs> Yeah. Kills. <laughs> the blade is quite sharp. <laughs> Which part is the blade again? Uh, the long pointy bit. Uh, it's also in the style of exclusively to the people of Chult. Um, and by that, it's kind of got a... The crossbar on the blade curves uh, in kind of an S pattern. Uh, one side goes up, the other goes down. Um are and the people of Cholt snake people? You don't know. Whoa. They're scholars. <laughs> uh, they've Most of the statues you've seen have been of a man. Right, right. So that's kind of what she knows about that, but it's fairly valuable. You could probably get 600 gold for it. I was thinking priceless. <laughs> well, I mean... Mocheza, I must... Admit your knowledge is impressive. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you can lend your intellect to helping us uncover the mystery of the book. You have a uh, book. What kind? You got a book. <laughs> so uh, you show her the book, and she begins to kind of go through the pages. Wow, this is fascinating. Read it out loud. I honestly can't read this. Uh, God this shit. <laughs> Damn it. This is fascinating, I assume. But I may know of someone who can. Uh, Professor Dave at our camp. He. This is very clearly celestial writing. As you can yes, tell, I was going to say the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Dave has studied Celestians, and uh, that's actually what brought him here. So he'd be the only one I know that would know how to read this. No, Morcheza, when you say celestial, what is yeah. it you mean? Well, I do not know. <laughs> It's just, it, <laughs> so well, some scholar you are. I came here to study <laughs> the people of Chult. I'm an anthropologist. Oh, study of humans. Yes, <laughs> I'm familiar with that word. <laughs> Don't you think she'd be like a cobraologist or something? <laughs> nope, <laughs> just specifically humans. She's like Professor Dave would be the person who would know the most. Um, yeah. And is is this Professor Dave at the Temple of the Eclipse? Yes, he has been coordinating uh, mm-hmm. our efforts there. Excellent. I'm sure he won't be a villain at all. And is Professor Dave his last name? 
uh, yes. First name Professor. Last name Dave. <laughs> yeah. Is Professor Dave a professor? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, yeah. Professor, Professor Dave. Well, he's an adjunct professor, but yes. Dr. Professor Dave. Once he gets his PhD. Dr. Professor Dave. I just start going full speed. Okay. You, you blast the the snake forward? Yeah. Or the worm. Oh, okay. <laughs> our worm? He doesn't blast our snake person, friend. Now describe to us how exactly you're coaxing speed out of this worm. Mm-hmm. Full detail. I like a visual. What are you doing? Well, I assume there's like a... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Garrett? What are you doing, Garrett? How are you doing this? Garrett, stop touching the worm. <laughs> it's tickling it. It's what I was thinking. He's got like leaves and stuff. Yeah, with my branches that grow out. <laughs> Come on, let's get going. Faster you go, the less time I have to tickle you. <laughs> the worm responds to that and uh, is just going ham. Like faster than the worm's gone before. It oh. is very ticklish. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Marchesa asks you what you guys are doing in the desert. Awful nosy for someone without a nose. Yeah, that's actually none of your business. <laughs> Trying to turn a brain off and a bomb off in my brain. <laughs> what we do for our demon overlord is our business. <laughs> well, to each his own, I guess. <laughs> Can't believe you'd go asking us questions like that. How rude. Well, it's just. It's a bit of a trip, and I would just like to, uh, you know, make small talk, but I'll, uh, I'll go back over here and read my papers. Official battle buddies business. It's gonna take quite <laughs> some time to actually get there. No. Um, it's silent. So it's gonna feel very <laughs> awkward to sit in silence for a long time. <laughs> well, you, you guys, uh, it's getting kind of late, actually. It's about the time that you might need to... Ah, time for another nightmare experience. <laughs> you might, might have to have another dream of some sort. Do um, we feel like we can trust Morcheza to watch over our sleeping bodies? She's going to kill us with that decorative sword. <laughs> she probably would want to rest after her harrowing experience. Yeah, she she's she's kind of coiled up with some papers and reading them before she goes to bed. Okay, should, should, should the three buddies like draw straws or something to see who takes first watch i'm for all of us like sleeping and just having the snake lady well the snake lady's sleeping she's also sleeping well. there'd right, be no I'm one for all us. of us sleeping <laughs> and just putting the worm on autopilot yeah you just stick one of your branches over and just tickle it and let it go we've been attacked i think both times we've been asleep last recently yeah i don't know about i don't know if, i don't know about that no. i don't know if our characters would maybe come to that conclusion hey Oh, Garrett, Max, what, whatever happened to that round fella who watched out of us as we slept? <laughs> yes, he seemed to have slipped off the boat at some point. Oh. Yeah, Max, what happened there? Um, yeah, Max. <laughs> he was suspicious. Max, what did you do to him? I'm, I'm sorry. That was the man who watches us while we sleep. I know. Garrett, I'm not sure we can trust someone who gets rid of people like that. I thought he was going to rob us. Now you're going to have to take his place. Yes, we might have to throw Max overboard, you're correct. <laughs> you guys can easily uh, do a cycle. Throw him overboard. 
You I'm, can easily throw Max You overboard. guys could easily throw me overboard. I'm very weak. But you could also do like a cycle of uh, who stays up in guards. Yeah, I think we'll do it in watches. Max just takes first watch. Yeah, because he killed our watchman. Yeah, because he killed Bobby. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll we'll do it that way. This is something we should really discuss as a group from now on, Max. Who we killed, when we killed them. Max is very so- confused and conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta say, I, I'm impressed with your initiative, your gumption. So, <laughs> Garrett and Harold, you guys drift off to sleep. You get to the point of the night when you have that dream, and it's that that same dream that you've had every night and again you are now seeing that being of light kind of flash and light over you the bindings around you the those light strands that have slowly been creeping up your arms are now all the way up to your shoulders and it seems like you have less and less ability to move your arms in the dream That book has been bound and sealed underneath this in a cage uh, that is suspended up in the air now. And in the dark space of the library where the key, that one key from a dream several nights ago uh, flew, is now radiates kind of a purple glow to it that wasn't there before. Oh, yes. The purple lights of the orgy district. <laughs> <laughs> they call me. We come. Yeah, we walk over there. <laughs> you head to the purple lights. Oh yeah. Yeah, the purple light district. <laughs> Ladies. Roxanne. As as you uh, you walk towards this purple light, make a Constitution save. Do we roll Constitution with disadvantage if we're not wearing pants? Uh, no, you're fine. Okay, <laughs> that's a two. For Harold. That's 17 for Garrett. Can I borrow some of yours, Garrett? <laughs> you, as, as you guys make it down there, all you see is just this tiny candle with a purple flame. And it's just flickering a little bit. And that's it. That's, it's like a completely black space and a tiny candle with a purple flame. Do you, do you feel all right, Harold? You rolled pretty low. You, you seem to feel what? fine. <laughs> There's nothing major that seems to be happening to you in the dream. And the the dream just basically progresses like this. Uh, you, it gets to the point where normally you guys wake up, and you guys wake up. Harold. Well, that was a fucking waste. Yeah, I feel like I didn't need to do anything. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really... You have, dream, dreams on rails? Typically, I would have summoned the Norgy, Garrett. I apologize. <laughs> Garrett and... Max, make a perception check. Nine. Nine. Nice. You both got nine? Yep. This, I think that'll do it. Harold now has purple eyes. Mm, You're very handsome today, Harold. Well, Harold Harold squints a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they they have to roll disadvantage. Oh, okay. Uh, Roll disadvantage. Nine. (laughs) Still nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I rolled a nat twenty the second time. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, you you still notice Harold's purple eyes? They weren't purple when he went to sleep. Boys, I feel 
Viral. Have you always had such beautiful eyes? It's very striking today, Harold. Well, thank you, Max and Garrett. I must say, you boys are looking pretty good yourselves. <laughs> Do I see through their bones? <laughs> no, uh, there, there's no, like, physical change other than uh, you have purple eyes. <laughs> so I don't feel any different, though. You don't feel remotely different. You feel exactly like you did. You don't feel like your eyes have been pulled out and then replaced? Uh, No, I don't feel like that. Okay, good. Harold, you're so lucky. I wanted purple eyes. Pardon? I wanted purple eyes. Purple eyes? Mine are just strikingly blue. Hold on. What are you saying? You have purple eyes. What? Where? I hold up a mirror. (laughs) Look at yourself. Look at how handsome you are. Look. Oh, boys, if I'm not mistaken, purple eyes are a sign of divine lineage. Not sure how I missed that one. Targaryen. You've seen (laughs) several people with purple eyes. Um, Can you refresh us? What do you mean? On who we've seen with purple eyes. Um, Marchesa had purple eyes. Uh, Oh, this is spice stuff, huh? This is the fucking spice. (laughs) Well... One of the sandits had purple eyes. Several people in the city of Chulk had purple eyes. Boys, by the way, totally unrelated. Uh, huffing that purple sand will give you one hell of a high. <laughs> now it is uh, Max's turn to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I go to sleep, yeah. You can head to bed. Yep. Don't worry, Max. Both Garrett and I will guard. I curl up in a little ball. <laughs> This isn't how this works. <laughs> with my with my potted plant. Now put the screw in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> plant the evidence. Plant the evidence. So the the dream plays out exactly how it did in its original form. Perfectly normal dream. Perfectly normal dream of the librarian. Go ahead and roll a wisdom save. Oh, he needs to still dr- break the dream shackles. Yeah. So I rolled a six. Okay. God damn it, man! <laughs> you are useless. Yes. I wish, I wish this was a a joke at this point where I was purposefully failing, but I legit legitimately keep rolling badly on these. I made it a super hard check, but fucking Harold over there rolling above the check first time. <laughs> That's how I do. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Harold, Dream Master. Thank you. I'm no stranger to Gias's board. <laughs> Max, uh, make one more, uh, make a constitution check. Oh, no. Wow, that's a constitution check. Mm-hmm. I'm a wizard. Jet. Uh, Come on, yeah. Jet. Jet, let him roll something better. Nope. He's a wizard. A stat he's more comfortable with. That's also going to be a six. Oh, Jet. Yeah, nope. The dream happens, and you wake up, and you have purple eyes. Garrett's going to feel so left out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey, Max, purple eye, bro. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Garrett, we touch eyes. Garrett prepares two soul arrows, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't looking Max, good. I believe this means we are of the same bloodline royalty. Mm. And we only discovered it by coming here. How is it that we missed this? Uh, it's powered by the eclipse. It must be. 
our, our royal lineage can only be revealed at a certain time, at a certain place. Mm -hmm. And that time and place is past, and, and Garrett is clearly not one of us. Uh, I'm worthy. <laughs> Your eyes say otherwise, Garrett. <laughs> but they're blue and handsome. They used to be. Now they're gems or some shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even know if I had purple eyes. <laughs> I'd know. <laughs> so you guys basically make it through the night without without being assailed by anything after quite some time uh still sailing through the desert you begin to as the sand has been black this whole time it kind of strikes you as odd that it becomes normal tan brown sand as you start heading closer and closer to what looks to be a mountain and this mountain seems to be half obsidian and then half a normal standard mountain and you are approaching it from the standard mountain side as you get even closer to it you see this large pyramid temple underneath the shadow of this mountain and atop the temple there is a very clear depiction of a five-pointed star with a circle surrounding it. And outside of that temple, you see several, several like tents and makeshift shelters and various people running back and forth, carrying things from one space to another. Other people hauling sand out from some of the inner workings of the temple. And as you get even closer to the temple, you see several, out of all of the things in this desert, it seems to be the most well-maintained. Any damage to any of the, uh, there's several like pylons and obelisks that surround the temple that seem completely untouched, undamaged. There is several of those statues of the man with the shadow behind him in various forms either the shadow behind him or the shadow in front of him and all of them are depicting him holding up kind of a holding up the sun which is that same five-pointed star with a circle around it and you you guys kind of approach the outskirts of the camp what do you guys do Marchesa's pretty excited. She gets up and starts heading towards the railing to get off. Marchesa, is this the Temple of the Eclipse you spoke of? Yes, it's uh, it's the Temple of the Eclipse. It's the oh, place... magnificent. Wonderful. It is quite wonderful. It's a place of history and culture. Just how I always pictured it. Wasn't expecting quite so many people to have been here before us. Yes, I must say that that did catch me <laughs> unaware. Mochesa, how... You're a scholar. How far <laughs> until the eclipse? Well, uh, it's supposed to be happening uh, this afternoon. Oh! Uh, we barely made it. Convenient. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Interesting. We were not keeping track of time. <laughs> Good thing we got rid of that blobby, am I right, guys? <laughs> he was going to drag us 
on another side quest. We, Max. <laughs> yeah, we. So, uh, are you ready to go meet Dave? <laughs> Not please, when you say it like that. Please bring us to Dave. <laughs> or if you would like to go around the camp, there's a few uh, people that might have some supplies to let you restock or whatever you need. I just say it's it's hilarious how ominous a man with the name Dave can be in just this setting, you know. Yeah. You mean like Necro Dave? Like, yeah. Oh no. Uh, oh no. Necro Dave Origins. Where did you get that fucking name, Jet? Huh? Hmm. Necro Dave was also a professor of cosmology. A professor of necromancy. <laughs> maybe I uh there may be a connection there. Oh shit. <laughs> God damn it. Wait, well, really? Maybe. Take me immediately to Dave. <laughs> yes, let's go to Dave. As you head into the grounds. Well, I think we're going to huddle up real fast and we're going to team huddle. Speak amongst ourselves. Team hu- yeah. team huddle. Team huddle first. Yeah. I I was not expecting this many people here. It's going to be a lot harder to kill them all. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. We'll have to Perhaps devise a way to send them off into the desert while we search for the jewel during the eclipse. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Elsewise, how is that demon going to grant us everything we ever wanted? <laughs> Some sort of distraction. Yes. Maybe we pull the worm into the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> the, the worm's there. Wriggles. Wriggle, Wriggles is there. Wriggles. We promise to take you to your fellow wormkin, and we plan to fulfill that promise. But you'll have to do something in return for us. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what a what do you do? <laughs> Does he nod? Does he acknowledge? He he acknowledges you. Yeah, he nods. Okay. Wriggles, you're going to have to be a diversion for us. Draw the attention. Of the scientific community around this temple away, so we may do our dark business. <laughs> you have to go right. wild. Wriggles kind of gives you sad eyes. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, Wriggles. Wriggles, what's wrong? You love being a diversion. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even give us that look when Max killed Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wriggle, Wriggles true. looks kind of sad by the idea that He'd be used as a diversion like that. Really? Oh, I'm sorry you're sad. You're given the most important task of the mission. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry you're sad that you'll be earning three best friends for life. It's very sad. It's so yep. unfortunate. Yeah, Riggle, uh, do a persuasion check. All right. <laughs> Here it is, boys. Got this. 16... Plus three, that's a 19. Oh, yeah. Uh, this worm's eating out of the palm of my hands. Yet. <laughs> and my hands are filled with worm food. So it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, the the worm food really does convince him. Uh, yes, you like that, don't you, Wiggles? Little bits of blobby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that wraith we killed earlier. So what is, your plan for, what is your plan for Wiggles? I think he should just start wrecking stuff. I wasn't thinking that. What? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I have a good plan. I was thinking maybe we could like cast a minor illusion on the boat and have him ride it around or something. I can cast minor illusion. I thought that would be good. Something loud and or maybe something. Oh, make it look like a glowing star or something like that, huh? These people go crazy for that shit. Are Are you planning to do this 
immediately? We're gonna talk to Dave first, I think. We're just laying the groundwork of our. Plan. We gotta get a little bit. We gotta we gotta work on this a bit more. It's like kind of right when the eclipse starts, or yeah, right before. Okay. So as you so are you gonna follow Marchesa into the the grounds of the temple? Well, we asked her to take us to Dave. Yeah. To Dave. Uh, yeah. She she's heading into the core of the grounds. Uh, you can see that there are a handful of snake people that have coiled up an obelisk and have bows and arrows kind of at the ready as kind of uh, a deterrent against sandits. And as you get deeper into the grounds, you see the actual, like, staircase up the temple. And at the bottom of the staircase, there is several, like, obsidian statues, all of different people in different poses, like, in revelry. Like, they're all dancing and partying all around a central kind of rise like a like a runway kind of at the end of at the end of the staircase that are leading to the temple and atop that little rise you see a goblin with a very very curly mustache in a pith hat and a like long almost it's hard to have a like a stylish looking professor coat but like it is very hip and very uh very now i guess and you said this goblin's name was dave yes <laughs> mocheza yeah yeah yes who is that magnificent figure my goodness that's uh professor dave he's been coordinating uh our efforts here he's he's amazing such style such grace. Yes, he, he he's he's like you can see him kind of like dancing as he's coordinating people to go different directions and like yelling out orders at people uh while all just kind of being in the in the groove. Uh so as you guys approach uh Dave who is coordinating everybody. He's like, "Ah, yes, Marchesa. Uh what are you doing here? Aren't you supposed to be at the uh statues we found in the desert?" He's still uh, he's still dancing uh, throughout the entire conversation. Is there music? There is music. You don't know where it's coming from though. It sounds like uh, like rhythmic drums. Um, ah, rhythmic drums. <laughs> non non rhythmic drums. <laughs> a rhythmic drums. <laughs> a bunch of a rhythmic drums happening, but he he sticks every beat like it's already coordinated. So uh, Marchesa turns to Dave and is like, sorry, ah, professor, I've ran into a snag. My entire team has been, uh, eaten, and I would like, uh, some help reclaiming our site and some protection. Uh, these guys helped me, though, uh, and they would like to talk to you about a book they found. Hello, we're the new team. Uh, I, I, are you? Uh, I, did I hire you? I don't remember you guys, and I'm usually pretty good at faces. Hello, Professor Dave. Yes, I, yeah, that's me. Nice to meet you, Sergeant Garrett Riker. And I stick out my hand. He he sticks out his hand, and he kind of like pulls you on stage with him. Oh, it's time to dance. How'd, uh, yeah, uh, while you're up here, you should probably dance with me. <laughs> Whoa. This is very forward. Dance with him like a... Not really my thing. 
<laughs> not really your thing? Ah, well, okay, um, it's cool. Uh, he does kind of like a, one of those fishing reel motions towards one of you. Uh, let's do Harold's uh, constitution. Harold's <laughs> <laughs> already kind of like shaking his hips a little bit and yeah. shimming. He's into it. He feels it. He likes this Dave character. You have to like climb up onto this. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. That's that's where it falls short. <laughs> falls Harold. on his face. Good luck. Little little help. I paint a circle on the on it to cause a a divot. <laughs> okay. Make it a little easier. Yeah, you make like little staircases with it to kind of get yeah. yourself up. Okay. Sure. Mix it a ramp. Yeah. Yeah. Little little sinkhole. Little sinkhole. That's that's fine. It's nothing dangerous happens. Um, They're just our ruins. You're messing up. Yeah, uh, you you climb your way up there, uh, and then uh, Dave turns his eyes to Max. Don't worry, I'll do a performance check for my dancing. Oh, you can do that. Yes. Ooh, um, yeah, that's a twenty-one. Wow. Okay, uh, you're like you're doing the fantasy Charleston. I, I no, which is actually <laughs> just the Charleston. <laughs> what what dance are you doing? I was going to try to, like, impress Dave by picking up on his routine and matching oh. him. Oh, so you're matching him exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You are doing it just perfectly. You're you're following those, like, hidden beats in the, and landing it perfectly. Oh, that's nice. Oh, jazz hands. Oh, good flag. Good twist, and Dave. And Fantasy Charleston. And Fantasy Charleston, here we go. <laughs> Fantasy Charleston. Uh, Dave Dave, kind of looks at you, Wallace. You are a wonder. I was thinking the same thing about you, Dave. I was not expecting someone of your age uh, to be so adept at the beat. Uh, well, what a... <laughs> I've had my practice, my fair share. Uh, he, he looks at Max and kind of motions for you to come up here. You look at me, Dave. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> don't do don't it, Max. look away. Uh, are you coming up there? Or Max, will, down? Max will get up there. Oh, Max. Okay. Sorry, are you going to dance with him? Don't do it, Max. Max, it's easier than it looks. Oh, man. You just have to let go. Give in to the rhythm. My two role models are saying opposite things. Stick to the mission, Max. It's all in the hips, Max. <laughs> <laughs> don't make a fool of yourself, Max. Make a fool, Max. <laughs> Max kind of dances with his potted plant a little bit. You look like a okay. fool. There you go. Yeah, you yes. can. Uh, I don't know if that's going to warn a perform check. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to make a performance check or anything. I'm just going to kind of dance around. I grab Max by the hips and I start oh, wow. teaching him the moves. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, a little side shuffle here, left toe step. There you go. Ooh, pelvic thrusts. Here you go. In time with me. <laughs> <laughs> Dave turns to turns to you, still still dancing the whole time, uh, and is like, ah, so uh, what can I do to help you guys? This is all the help we needed. Thank I think you. we're good. Really, yeah, you <laughs> lifted huh? us. Okay, uh, wow. here for dance lessons. Marchesa mentioned something about a book. Oh Ooh. yes, the book. Told her that in private, but. <laughs> Do you hand uh, Dave the book? We show him the book. Yeah, we let him see it from a comfortable distance. He kind of dances his way over to the book. No, you keep your dancing where it is. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is this is amazing. Uh, this I can't is... read it. <laughs> no, he, he, he's, 
he's clearly able to understand it, and he's kind of like mumbling to himself as he goes. Yeah, to mumble it. louder um, for all of us to hear, Dave. This is the text of, uh, like, this is a written history of the king, the, the king that used to rule this land. Ah, oh, must be my great, 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 great grandfather. Mm-hmm. One thing to note is Dave doesn't have those purple eyes that you've seen on other people around what here. What color are his eyes? His eyes are a beautiful blue. Oh, like mine used to be. Your <laughs> eyes are like what Garrett's used to be. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he he go he Dave starts to expound upon the the lore of the land. Uh, going going into depth about the the king that once ruled this space, who apparently found a gem in the desert. Gem, <laughs> never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> New information to us. <laughs> do we? <laughs> yes. Uh, and he he goes on to say, so with this gem, he was able to uh, obtain a lot of power. <laughs> Is that what <laughs> <laughs> the huh? exact words. Oh, well, it, it, uh, it's, it's kind so, of. It's a little on the nose, don't you think? Not quite <laughs> nine thousand power. <laughs> well, he was able to use. Uh, he was able to use this gem to gain sway over the rest of the city, and slowly became uh, its ruler using uh, whatever energies this this gem was able to produce. Until uh, he met. His shadow. And his shadow... Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, his shadow became him, is what it said? I, I'm not... Classic Peter Pan scenario. I'm not sure <laughs> what that actually means, but it, it basically says his shadow became him, and he became his shadow. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's that's about where it ends. It's a short book. So... Are you referring to some sort of man-shaped shadow, then? A shadow man. Why does that seem vaguely familiar? Some sort of man and shadow combination. Hmm. If you look, that's the statue everywhere. Ah! Garrett? Yeah? (laughs) I actually don't remember. (laughs) Our dream, we encountered a shadow demon. Hmm. It's this guy. It's this fucking guy. Obviously, uh, I just don't know. If, I just don't know if Harold knows. <laughs> I think we might have given them too much information. I don't know if we got anything. <laughs> hey, Dave, would you like to meet our dear friend Blobby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, you guys know Blobby. He's a he's a great pal oh. of mine. Uh, oh, mm. He comes by every once in a while on his little expeditions. Uh, oh, does he? Is he a good yeah, friend? He, he directed us I'd here. Love to, I would love to hang out with him. Yeah. So he's... Blobby survives the dangers of the desert <laughs> to come all the way out here regularly by himself? It's one of the few places you can get supplies while you're uh, out in the desert. So we usually coordinate with other uh, sand gatherers. So Blobby's, Blobby's a good friend of mine. He comes up and dances. He's got some really killer moves. <laughs> Yes, I would agree. I, I must have misspoken. I said globby <laughs> with a G. Oh, uh, uh, make a deception check. <laughs> you done fucked up, Jet. It's a classic mistake. 
Harold's kind of a master of deception. Asking Harold to lie. <laughs> That's a 17. Let me roll my opposed check. That's an 18. Mm, I squint at Jet. Not Dave. I squint at Jet. <laughs> like, I, fine, let me screenshot this. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's roll enough to get an 18 uh, and do a quick little screen grab. Let me Photoshop this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did roll an eighteen. I I, I have it screen grab, screen grabbed. I will show it later. Let's continue with the show. I will show it later. <laughs> yes. Did I say globby? I meant splobby. <laughs> I, I I thought I could swear you said blobby. I I know a blobby. I'm sorry, my memory is uh, not what it used to be. I'm old. If you haven't hadn't noticed, I. Okay. Uh, who has the screw? <laughs> I think they planted Mac, it on me. We did plant that yeah. in some. Yeah. So. You can um, search Harold all you want. Search me all you like, Dave. You'll find no evidence of your friend's death. As Max is dancing to the beat, uh, that that screw pops out of his pocket and lands on the ground. Well, I, that's how your deception fails. When we plant evidence, we plant it up the butt every time. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, so the screw hits the deck, uh, and Dave was like, "I I know that uh, I know that screw. You know anywhere. that screw. I know that screw. That's that's a blobby screw. We uh, blobby we special. Car- I carved uh, best friends forever in there. BFF. <laughs> Look at the screw that has BFF on it." <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, Bobby must have dropped it. Yes. And you carried it all the way here? He sent us with this screw to prove to you that we knew him. <laughs> yes. Oh! We're Blobby envoys. Roll roll again with advantage. Because we're all working together to lie? Yeah. Which makes it less suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you get, it's probably going to work. I don't know about that, Jed. Jed, I don't know about that. What'd you get? I got a 10 with my bonuses to the okay. session, which are considerable. Uh, Dave got a 1, so you're oh! good. Hey. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> my second roll was a 2. I mean, that would have been a... Uh, Dave, Dave looks at you and is like, I, I, that, that totally checks. Blobby's a weirdo. He does stuff like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Giving us his, his screws, his vital screws. You know what? That one always had a screw loose, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, we all laugh together. And yes. end episode. <laughs> we put our daggers away, too. Yeah. I withdraw my arrow. His soul arrow. He's going to jab it to the base of his skull. So, uh, Dave is uh, dancing about. Is So, where where is Blobby? Hmm? Uh, can we talk about the demon? Hmm. Yes, I feel like we have uh, bigger things to discuss. Ah, uh, what demon are you talking about? The sh- or I mean the shadow creature. Yes. We think we may have encountered your shadow. Tell us more about this shadow man. Well, uh, they described him as, uh, amorphous and purple. Any way to kind of summon him or... Yes, can we commune with the shadow? It's said that he came to the the former emperor, the former king of this place. 
Uh, we just have to become a emperor. <laughs> you guys have the eyes for it. We're already royalty. <laughs> and he will come to us. Uh, so, uh... But yeah, I guess we could ask about these purple eyes. Why... What's the deal with the eyeballs? <laughs> what's the deal with purple eyes? <laughs> what? What's, what's the deal with the purple eyes? Uh, yes, my eyes didn't used to be purple. It's... It seems like it's a side effect from prolonged ex- exposure to uh, purple sand. Demons? You probably only have a year left. I've only been huffing this sand for a week. It seems it seems nothing more than uh, like uh, an aesthetic change. It no no harm has really happened. It seems. Is it permanent? Can we talk to a real doctor? I don't know. I haven't I haven't had it happen to me, and uh, we've been out in the desert. So does anyone here have purple eyes? Um. Well, uh, Marchesa did. There there are a lot of uh, people with purple eyes. Like a huge. Uh, a greater majority of people out here have purple eyes. How many wood people are out here? Uh, there's there's zero other wood people. <laughs> so, but no one has commented on the fact that Garrett's a wooden man. Yeah. No. Oh, look! It's another one of those cursed wood men. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a bunch of fantasy bullshit going on. Like, yeah. Study me. <laughs> Study me. I mean, you're not really the. Uh, my type. My thesis is on. <laughs> Not really my degree. My thesis is on. I I have an hypothesis that the uh, the temple will open during the eclipse. Like, isn't that that's a, a <laughs> that's a ridiculous myth? So weird. You went to school yeah. for that? That would never but happen. The temple of eclipse might. <laughs> React to an eclipse. Would you like to hear a secret, Professor Dave? Ah, uh, sure. I'm I'm good at keeping secrets. Yes, I trust you. I put my arm over Dave, and I'm still dancing. Yeah. Yes, I trust you very much, and I think I can trust you with this information. Yeah. You are a professional in this field, which is why you're called the professor. That's very true. And I must tell you, the temple in which we found that book had a painting, a pictogram, if you will, detailing the events of this very temple on the day of the eclipse. Oh, really? What? Uh, what's going to happen? Yes, it's told that a shining star will rise in the desert, and if you catch it, you will gain access to this very temple. So I'm going to let you roll with the same deception, um, like kind of bundling it all together because he got that natural one. Um, ah. So he he is enthralled by what you're saying. No, I can neither confirm nor deny this since I am not an expert such as yourself, but I just thought you would like to know. But keep this to yourself. It's privileged information, friend to friend. Ah, yes, uh, definitely. That's... Yeah, that that kind of adds up, actually. Yes, it does make sense, mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, um, and he's like, uh, "Would you guys uh, excuse me? Um, I must go uh, coordinate some stuff." Uh, thank yes, you. Yes, indeed, we have our own coordination to do as well, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So he he jumps off the, uh, still dancing in air. As he jumps off, Whoa. the the kind of raised 
staircase thing. And then he runs off dancing while he runs. So there's the stairs leading up the, the temple. There's like a, it's several stairs. It's like, I don't know. Uh, what's a large number of stairs? 400? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa okay, that's a head. lot of stairs. It's like, a, it's a lot of steps. To Harold the top. is screwed. 30 plus is a lot, but for, is there a, uh, is there a, one of those gopher chairs? What are they called? <laughs> oh. I don't think they're called oh. gopher chairs. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> yeah. The, but I know what you e- mean. Easy though. riders. Yeah. I know what you mean. The ones that can kind of slide up. No, there really isn't. Um, a ramp or <laughs> can I can I paint one? Uh, the maybe. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> this paintbrush is so powerful. You could attempt to do something like that. I feel like I got. I'm gonna try to make a gopher chair. Yeah, go ahead for it. Wait, before I do this, can we tell by looking in the sky if the eclipse is happening anytime soon? Or has it begun? Uh, it hasn't. They said it was going to be around noon, and the which would probably be about do a survival check to get the time. Oh, Garrett's on this. No, I leave that to Garrett. Yeah, twenty-two. Damn. Okay. Uh, you know that it's about four hours away. I see. So we have some time to paint, go for chairs, and hang out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to go and get supplies, kind of explore this temple. There's several like little small buildings and things that you could go into um and there's also people outside uh the camp with various supplies that they're handing out to their people what supply what supplies do we need <laughs> well I'm, I'm thinking like healing potions or things like that of that we have never used a healing potion <laughs> <laughs> i, I uh, guess you're good then you don't need any supplies yeah, I've, I've, I recall buying some. I don't remember how many we bought. Oh, yeah, we did buy some at the store, didn't we? Just pushing stores on us. All this thinking of buying goods reminds us of our sun hats, and we put them back true. in. Yeah, <laughs> put on our sun hats. You know what we should do? We should find a fishbowl and get some metal sticks and uh, have a fun weekend at Blobby scenario with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That that is an option. Um, <laughs> That's always <yeah>. an option. <laughs> There's also like a, a small set of uh, other places that you can explore here if you want to do that, or you could just wait to the eclipse. Yeah, I think I'd like to wander around, probably investigate. I mean, if something's going to open up in this temple, I'd like to know where and what, oh. or have an idea. Yeah, find find this where the most likely place it'll open or something i'm like debating if i want to like set traps or something to help with the worms <laughs> escape helping or helping or hurting garrett <laughs> <laughs> what kind of traps are so you're wanting to like you could go out and lay like uh net traps so that they don't get definitely like growing some trees out here and like stuff they'll get tangled up on yeah you could go set up some uh vine traps and things like that that would grab people as they go by. So how does how does Garrett plant traps in the ground? Like with the these new tree powers, I just start pooping. Fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're going for? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you guys don't mind for a second, <laughs> gotta plant my seeds. 
the the first guy who used that was able to use it through an arrow so that's a waste of an arrow <laughs> all right uh so yeah you go around planting some traps to make it easier for the worm to escape and then like one hole with leaves over it yeah in the desert <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are these leaves doing here fascinating i should go investigate it closer <laughs> This looks like sturdy ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you make a punji pit. <laughs> That's uh, what I spend my time doing. Okay. Um, <laughs> Making one punji pit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, that all happens. You, you kind of do that off screen. And me painting the gopher chair? Uh, You're gonna that, need it. that works. You can <laughs> you can paint that gopher chair. You just um, let me paint a functioning gopher chair going up 400 flights of stairs. We got four hours, stairs. baby. Listen, it's really just going to work whenever I want it to work, so <laughs> it's fine. All right. Harold spends the, the next four hours painting this gopher chair. Every detail. As you do this, you notice that towards the end, it starts... The, the paintbrush starts to run out of ink. It needs more blood. <laughs> so it, it definitely seems like you've exhausted the, its supply of magical ink and you need oh. to add more. Oh. Can I roll an arcana check to see if I know how to do Or a history, I guess, because the, the guy who owned it told me about it. Yeah. Here's a flashback. Now tell me again, how does this <laughs> wonderful paintbrush of yours function? Spare no details. Uh, history check. Okay. Oh, I might not know how to know how to use this paintbrush. That's an eight. I have a plus six to history, mind you. So. Yeah, he he does. You don't remember, like you remember him like slurring. Ah, it's all in the ink. It's all in the ink. Uh, but he he was too drunk at the time. Damn. The last thing you painted. Max, what are you gonna do? Uh, I was going to look around the temple to try and find out what or where it'll open. So are you starting up the stairs? or Probably. Okay. I'll probably, like, this, this 400 stairs sounds like that's probably the place to go. Make an investigation check as you go up the stairs. Make three. Three investigation checks? That's just rude, Jet. Yeah. Um, mm, hey. Okay. I got a... 22. So for the first one, as you go up the stairs, you notice that every fifth stair has kind of a marking on it. Suspicious. Continue. Uh, I got a 13. As you step uh, on one of the steps with that marking, it kind of like lights up a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Seems harmless. Uh, And then a 24. And as you... uh, make it all the way up the steps you notice that all of those little things that you stepped up and indented in at the at the top of the temple there is a large door but then a smallish door to the right of it hey and that smallish door has that same symbol that was on those steps mm, i checked the small door is it open it is. Hey. What? <laughs> Do you have to wait for the eclipse? You open this smallish door, and in the room 
is a massive dark space. You hear the scribbling of pen on paper and you see these large bookshelves, very, very sturdy bookshelves with various knickknacks and expired calendars and other things all about it. What do you do? Hello. Come in, you hear from inside. I go in alone. Is Harold still working on his his uh, his chair? Ac- accessibility scooter. Uh, thing. Yeah, I have to paint the railing that it rides up for this, <laughs> yeah. so I have to walk up all four hundred stairs anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just like casually strolled past you at some point, and Garrett's off doing something else. So I guess I'm going in alone. Yeah, you you head into the space and. After a little bit, you see a large pile of coats. No. And it kind of turns to you and becomes the form of a beefy man. Like, mm, beefy. <laughs> well, that, Look at all that beef. A, 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 not a beefy man, <laughs> like a, a beefy coat man. No, you said it. You said it, Jen. Beef. We're committed. The die has been cast. Fancy meeting you here. Uh, Only one of you managed to show. Uh, (laughs) uh, Well, that's that's fine. I can go get my friends. No, no, uh, there isn't much time for (laughs) that. He locks the door. (laughs) My name is Torian, and normally I take what you have to offer in exchange for things that you want. But, uh... All I want is this geos out of my brain. Ooh, that's a good one. Put your head in his bag. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> can you, can you, can you fix this? I could. I might be able to fix that. Whoa. What? Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's gonna but, fix Max's geos. Without us. Dude, if Max knew that he could fix his geos, he'd go get his friends. Yeah, I would. I, I, Max kind of wants to go get his friends, but he was told there's no time, so. Hey guys, I found another friendly demon. There's <laughs> a friendly demon up here, guys. So what I want in exchange is for you mm-hmm. to do something for me, actually. Sounds harmless. Normally I'd like gold, but today I would like... Jelly beans. <laughs> today I would like you to deal with my brother. Oh shit. Oh, that's why he's beefy. He doesn't have... Wait, what? You said his name was Tatorian? My name is Tatorian. Well, I'm not talking to him. Yeah, <laughs> his name is Tatorian. Beefy Tatorian? Your brother, then. My brother. Sounds... My brother... Is he also a coat man? Uh, no. He... He is not. Okay, well, that's comforting. You will meet him today. Very, very soon. Within the hour, actually. And all I need from you... Is to spoilers <laughs> stop him from achieving his goal. Okay. In exchange, I will get rid of your geos, but and in addition to that, I will give you a tool that might aid you. Cool, cool, cool. What about? Is this just for me or my friends involved? Can I make a deal? Uh, Unfortunately, your friends weren't here, and well, I mm, can't... This is very spiteful to you. <laughs> Trying what I can. Sorry, boys. You're, it's going to be us versus Max. At the end of this. <laughs> I will say, Tutorian's offer is pretty boring. He's going to take out the Gios and give you something that might aid you, 
Whereas the demon's going to take out the Geass and give us anything we would ever want. <laughs> An unlimited yep. power. As long as the well, Geass comes out. The demon didn't out. say he, he was going to take the Geass away. That, that was implied. I thought it was. That was implied. <laughs> A demon that can give you anything can take out the Geass. A Geos. demon would never hide information. So, uh, the Tutorian turns to you, Max, and he's like, well, what do you say? He, like, shuffles uh, his coat's forward basically to lurch towards you definitely don't want to geos in my brain so i'll take you up on it yes you got a deal okay uh sure wish my friends could be here what is something you would want first tell me something you desire my friends to be saved <laughs> get the geos out of my friends brains too Again, there's no time. Jesus Christ, the tour you suck. Is this some sort of anti-Gias <laughs> weapon you can give me? Ooh, some sort of Gias oh, yeah, gun? Like a weird like a weird claw you can reach into our brains and pull it out with. Yeah, something. give me a metal arm. Well, I don't know if I have anything like that. So, what do you desire? Tell me. Uh... You've essentially said no to the things that Max would want. Well, what about that plant there? Yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> like a new pot? Yeah, can you get me a better... I mean, the, the plant's fine, it just needs to be safer. It's probably heavy carrying that plant, maybe something sturdy but light? Yeah, like a like a pot that has legs. Like a backpack pot. Oh, little, little legs for the pot, that'd be great. I got you. I, I can get you that. You um, can get him fucking pot legs, but you can't get a Gios removing glove. Can't huh? give me a Gios gun. <laughs> um, so he opens up one of the pockets of the coat. Um, says, ah, yes, uh, stick the pot in there and well, pull it out. Very carefully. Dude, w wouldn't it be crazy if this was like a fake Satorian that just sucks you in and eats you? <laughs> I very carefully dip the pot in and, and make sure not to dip my the, the plant in at all. Um, so yeah, you, you dip it in there and then for a second and then you pull it out and out comes this kind of like uh, metal pot that has these little limbs that come out either yeah, side. perfect. And one of them ha is holding a little sword. Jedi stand no chance against Droideka. <laughs> It's Blobby. It's Blobby. <laughs> Out comes Blobby. <laughs> no, he's got a he's got a little sword and a, and a couple of little arms. Um, a couple. couple. How many arms does he have? Wonderful. Uh, and then some legs, oh, so he no. can he can now move freely. Excellent, Patrick. Now we'll be going far. Now, uh, for your gears. Yes, please. Go ahead and stick your head in here. Well, he opens up and he spreads his legs. <laughs> There's this swirling infinite portal uh, that seems to go deep, I, deep down. I close my eyes. I don't even look at where I'm dumping my head in. <laughs> okay. You stick your head in there and you hear like a pop, like your ears pop. Ah! Ah! Shoots out of them. <laughs> um, and they're... There's a little bit of a nosebleed happening, and then you pop out, and huh. Tatorian looks at you and is like, I think I got it. Tatorian's mm. smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, move along. Uh, you'll need to 
hurry up and get out there. The eclipse will start very soon. All right. Well, again, I sure wish you could help my friends. See you later. Yeah, uh, I wish I could help them too. Maybe we'll meet again. Mm -hmm. uh, next time, bring gold. Max Max leaves. Um, the door s seals and disappears behind you. Well, hello, Max. Yeah. Whew. Harold. Uh, now that I have that all painted, I can just ride the gopher. Harold, come with me. There's a mysterious big m oh, man. You. It's all the way at the bottom. No, there's a door right here, and let's just turn around and... The door is gone. The door, Max, what are you... You guys hear a gopher also, coming the... up. <laughs> gopher chair coming up the stairs. <laughs> this is really convenient that someone... Yeah, this is pod <laughs> painted this. Uh. <laughs> oh, it works. <laughs> my uh, my potted plant is definitely like a little autonomous thing now. I've been carrying it around this whole time. I met a man. He gave he gave my potted plant a a better pot. Gave Patrick a better home. Max, there's no need to lie to impress us. Mm, the gios. You know, it's better you don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Let's just say that there's some sort of ghost coming. Huh? Yes. I read a book. I read it. I saw it in a picture. Well, it looks like there's nothing up here. And you guys, the traps are all ready, too. <laughs> traps? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Is it about time for the eclipse? The the eclipse is starting. Oh, shit. We've got to go set... we got to go set Riggle on his, on his way. Quick, down the stairs. Quick, on the gopher. <laughs> to the gopher. <laughs> okay. You all hop on the gopher, and it just speeds you down. Um, I made a good gopher. I made a... I did a good job painting this three-dimensional functioning gopher chair. It's not even the name of this thing. I don't know what It's <laughs> <laughs> our name. <laughs> Yeah, you you ride you ride the chair down, and it makes it down there in just record time. You're now at the bottom of the stairs. The eclipse is only a sliver of the sun is covered, but you also hear behind you, up at the top of the temple, that that massive door is beginning to open. Quick, send <laughs> Regal, Max, cast the illusion. Uh, yes. I cast minor illusion. What were we gonna cast over Riggles? We're gonna make it look like a a, a brightly glowing star. Just a big a big star. Yeah, and then we're gonna send Riggle off carrying it into the desert. All right. Yeah, I cast like a into the forest section. Yeah, into the forest section that Max humped into the ground, that, <laughs> or that Garrett humped into the ground. <laughs> that glowing star figure we've seen a few different places, just kind of like on Riggles' back. A large portion of the camp begins to leave, like chasing after it. A, a few people are staying behind as they are not really necessarily the most well-equipped to go out into the desert. It looks like we have some... All right, Garrett, it's time to, to slit their throats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the great minds, Max. <laughs> <laughs> These people will do great, and I get my soul arrows up. <laughs> Okay. Um, do you want to attack them? We're going to need reinforcements for this. No, I think we're just going to hop on the gopher and go back up. Back up. <laughs> quick, quick. As as you guys make it up to the top, the eclipse is almost completely covered up. And the door seems to be moving in time with the, the stage of the eclipse. 
And as the door makes it all the way down to the bottom, uh, you see like a shadowy hall lit with various purple flames. And at the front of the door, there's a man. And that man is covered primarily in these long robes. But notably, he has a golden circular mask with a five-pointed star and etched chiseled facial features carved into this mask and purple eyes but unlike the purple eyes you've seen where just the irises um have been purple his entire eyes are this purple almost ethereal shadowy form they kind of bleed out and the man walks out looks at the sun we prostrate ourselves before the demon king as you guys are doing that he he begins to speak and he says i finally figured out how to stop you um pardon any stop us he snaps his fingers and a burst of purple flame shoots towards the moon and the eclipse and instead of the i intercepted Instead of the uh, ring, the normal, like, corona you see around the moon, that is this bright white light, it is now a purple light. And the entire sky becomes purple. Guys, I feel an orgy coming on. (laughs) (laughs) Purple light district. Here we come. And that's where we're going to end it. And there you have it. Another episode of the Battle Buddies that ends specifically with the boys having an orgy. Beautiful. Thank you for joining us on this wild desert adventure to our final destination of the Temple of the Eclipse in Cholk. Still not entirely sure about that, but sincerely, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And thank you, Caitlin Conroy, for creating the theme song to the Battle Buddies. It's uh amazing have you heard that yet i've been only saying it for like a freaking hundred episodes now and that's not nearly enough because the song is just that good and so is the rest of her music so go check it out at caitlinconroy.bandcamp.com and then while you're at it you might as well just type in redbotproductions.com you never know what you're gonna find but i'll tell you i'll give you a little hint spoiler alert it's us, us and our podcasts and the other stuff that we're working on, comics, podcasts, art for the show and all that jazz. Go there and find out. You won't regret it. And look forward to listening to the next episode, which will be out two weeks. And that will be February 17th. Great idea. Postpone Valentine's Day three days and listen to it with your lover or whoever it is you're spending Valentine's Day with or not with, whatever. Bye. Bye.